0: it's time for 92.9 The Game tonight.
1: For the next hour, tune in or listen on the Odyssey app.
0: As we get you caught up with all things Atlanta sports and beyond. We're going up
3: tonight. Up, like I said, just turn up and listen. You know? That's the way to leave the show. It's 92.9 The Game tonight on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome in, 92.9 The Game. It is a Wednesday evening, 92.9 The Game tonight. It is Abe Gordon here rocking until 10 o'clock this evening. I got my man, Oren Romain, here with me as well. I'm skipping trivia night just to be here with you guys and take your calls and get some thoughts and have some fun on a Wednesday evening. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm making up for it by going to an extra trivia tomorrow night around my way in Dunwoody. But, you know, you know, Oren, Wednesday, normally my trivia night. So, one of my, one of my quota, weekly huh? routines, yeah, we're we're trying to... You know, trying to rack up them gift cards, get a little free meal. You know how it goes. So, uh, but we do have a lot planned instead of trivia. We'll save the trivia, I guess, for Sports Jeopardy on Friday with Andy and Randy. And, and by the way, uh, if you do have some time, I know Duke Sabella is going to be out tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be at Twin Peaks Buckhead, Andy and Randy, with the Midday Show. We're going to be out at Twin Peaks Buckhead on Friday. So if you're uh, interested in, in, in a live version of Sports Jeopardy, As I physically remove myself from the table in case either Andy or Randy gets a little, you know, the best sports jeopardy y'all ever had was one when y'all were out and about, y'all were at Twin Peaks, the the infamous one, the fork one, the Yeah, Randy was gonna, Randy was gonna punch you. He was gonna fork. He was gonna. He was gonna fork stab me, like like we saw in uh, "It's Always Sunny." But uh, yeah, so got a lot of interesting stuff. Throughout the day today, Joe Patrick, who certainly you guys know is the 929 the game Falcons reporter, he's going to join me at 8 o'clock. Have some interesting Falcons thoughts with them, including a guy that seems to be on the free agent market right now that I don't know might be a little bit of interest to the Atlanta Falcons. Not a guy that you might have heard about, not a guy you're familiar with, but a guy that makes sense. It makes sense to me. Let's see if it makes sense to Joe Patrick. We'll talk with him. At 8 o'clock, uh, we're going to dive into the EA College football video game because the one question I have is who's the cover athlete or or whatever is going to be on the cover. We'll take some suggestions from you on that a little bit later in the show. The PM Power Rank at 840, 9 o'clock. We'll go outside their perimeter. Uh, and earlier this morning, Quinn Snyder, head coach of the Atlanta Hawks, he was on with the Steakhouse and got some thoughts on What we're looking for, the last 26 or so games of the Atlanta Hawks season. So, we'll dive into that in a little bit. As I teased with Dukes and Bell, there's a situation brewing here with the Atlanta Falcons quarterbacking position that I don't think people are really understanding or or, or quite comfortable with, but whatever it is, whatever your plan A for the Falcons quarterbacking role is, it's not In your control. It might not happen. So you better have a plan B. And together, let's try and figure out what the best option for plan B is. And by the way, and we'll break this down throughout the show a little bit more next segment because I do want to talk about Justin Fields here in a moment. But just because something is not your plan A doesn't make it plan B. Your plan A, or excuse me, your plan B can't be someone else's plan A, right? So we got four options that I think are plan A's, we're going to take all of them off the table, and you're going to have to figure something else out for the Falcons quarterbacking position. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. We're going to be taking your calls on that as well, 404-726-0929. What is plan B for the Atlanta Falcons? We're going to get into that in a second, but I do want to start with Justin Fields and some of the comments that he made on the Saint Brown Brothers bra uh podcast. That's that's Ahmad Ra St. Brown and um, I'm Equinom- St. Brown. I'm close. I'm close. Uh and it's not because I don't know his name, it's because I physically have issues just pronouncing it. I'll never get through it. You know, I was I was recording liners once with with Kenny Lofton. He could not say the word preview. I think I've told you this story before Orn. every time it was purview, purview, purview. Who I, I, I no matter how slow we went through it, he could not say preview. It's like Hugh and rivalry. God bless Rivalry, him. sure. Yeah, I, was, had was, rivalry, day, yes. I had one of those the other day, too. I had one I couldn't get out. Uh, Equinomia, St. Brown, though, uh, along with Amon Ross, St. Brown, the St. Brown Brothers podcast. And some interesting stuff from Justin Fields. Uh, look, we knew what he was going to say to an extent. We knew the questions that had to be asked. Uh, and so we still decided to overreact to him. Uh, I guess that's where we are with this whole story but but Justin Fields on on the podcast you know the biggest like teaser and it's a great job from their their production dep- to the team or department the biggest teaser that came out uh, ahead of the podcast release was hey look you unfollowed certain things on twitter and obviously that came up throughout the discussion uh, here's what Justin Fields told the St. Brown Brothers podcast when he was asked about some of the Instagram follow and unfollow decisions he's made recently.
2: I mean, what's we're not the, what's, well, no, 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 Since shit, we're y'all. here. All right, come on. What's with the unfollow with the Bears? What's, what's up with that?
5: Man, bro, I'm glad we're talking about it. Because people, why do people take social media so serious? Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but like, why, you, why are you unfollowing the Bears?
5: Like, I still mess with the Bears. Isn't that? I'm just trying to take a little break. I unfollow the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Mm. Like, I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG don't mean you're not messing with her. That's true. You know? That's true. That's facts. That's facts. Oh, so you're
2: saying you mess with the Bears more now that you don't follow them?
5: Man, it's not even like that. Ah, man. okay, it's just, okay. It's something that I don't want to see in my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no mm. football. And guess just, what? Just get away. Get a little away for a little bit. It's see, the key field. We want field see the drive Kayla. So it's like, bro, man, I'm tired of hearing the talk. I just wanted to be over.
3: All right, so a couple things there. You knew that question was coming. And the, the answer started out well, and then he went into the, the unfollow a chick part of that, and it kind of got, got away from him a little bit. It did, because I actually think, and I understand where he's coming from, not wanting the Bears official Instagram, not wanting the NFL asking the draft questions all the time, not wanting that on your IG page. I get that. I do. That makes sense. Like, I have some friends that I unfollow in certain parts of the year because there's just too much stuff I don't want to see for, like, one of my really good friends in radio is is a a Saints fan. And I'm like, bro, like, you know we're cool, but, like, you blabber so much nonsense in season. I just, it's, I don't need the crying. I I don't need all all the complaining. Uh, And so I I tell him, like, yo, I'm I'm unfollowing you in football season. Maybe remind me after the Super Bowl, and, and I'll follow you again. And so I do understand the premise behind that, but you probably could have had a slightly better manicured answer, and you knew that question was going to come. But uh, I do think it's valid, and I think he's right. Like, we make such a big deal about who's following who and who unfollows. Like, ultimately, has it really – like, like it, it, it's not a situation where, like, the Bears say they want to keep you, Justin – Ah, oh, man, I unfollowed him. It's too late. Sorry, guys. You have to trade me now. No. Like, like an unfollow on IG or Twitter is not the end of the world. We've seen it happen plenty of times. The guys go back to the team. Pro- I, I don't remember. I mean, I know there was a lot of discourse between Lamar Jackson and the Ravens and all that. Guess what? They figured out a contract, and it's all good now. So, uh, a little bit overstated on that front. Uh, Justin Fields continue on the podcast talking about uh, ideally sticking with the team that drafted him.
5: It was up to me. I would want to stay in Chicago. I love right. the city. The city's lit. The the fans, are, you know, they're great. All and right. the people. But um, it's a business. I ain't got no control over it. So whatever right. happens, happens. But I feel like the biggest thing with all this going on right now, I just want it to be over. Like Just let me know if I'm getting traded. Let me know if I'm staying this and that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I actually feel for Justin Fields as a human, as a person having to deal with it, because for the most part, we all agree the writing that's on the wall and where this is headed, and it's completely out of his control. And, you know, I don't honestly believe they're going to keep both, but for him to have to sit through this whole process, and this is where it gets into timelines, right? Like, when is the best time for the Bears to actually move on from Justin Fields? and actually get a trade done. Is his value highest right before the draft, right before or after the draft, or ultimately is his value actually highest, and you would think it would be highest, before free agency, before some of these teams make some quarterback decisions that maybe would take them out of the Justin Fields running. Again, there are a lot of teams that have been tied to Justin Fields. Maybe none more so than the Atlanta Falcons, certainly. But they're not alone. We, we've seen the Steelers being tied to Justin Fields. We've seen uh, at different times the Commanders and the, and the Patriots. We've seen the Raiders. And so, when is the best time for Justin Fields? And really not for Justin Fields, it's for the Bears to maximize uh, his, his uh, value in, in a trade. Justin continued, and uh, let's go to cut four there, Oren. He, he shared some thoughts just in general on the Atlanta Falcons.
5: Atlanta would be tough. I, the only con of going back home is just people hitting my phone crazy, yeah. and, you know, wanting tickets to the game. But, I yeah. mean, I think, I think they got a lot of play, playmakers on the team. And, um, of course, Bijan. They got my boy Kyle. And then, of course, Drake, too. Um, they probably need one more receiver. But um, they definitely got some guys over there.
3: You know it's not good when, like, other guys are like, yeah, they need, they need some help, man. I-, I thought we were pretty loaded offensively. So, for for Justin Fields to already be like, ah, they need another guy, I don't know. Like, that kind of bothers me a little bit. Now, I agree with him. Don't get me wrong. they We do need a second receiver, and I've got a list of guys that I think might fit in here. We're going to go over that another day because I've, I've put in a lot of work on the free agent list and, and who I think might be, because I'm trying to keep it realistic. Like, it'd be real easy to just be like, T. Higgins, he'd be a great fit. Okay, let, let's be realistic. We're going to dive uh, into that a different day, but I do have a list of, of some free agent discussions to be had uh, at one point. All right, so here's where we stand with Justin Fields, which I know it's a lot of people's top choice. I I get that. That is your plan A, but it's not everyone's plan A. Some people's plan A is Kirk Cousins. Some people's plan A is Russell Wilson. Some people's plan A, right, as we mentioned, is Justin Fields. And some people's plan A is trading to get a quarterback higher in the draft. There's a problem with every one of your plan A's. Every single one of them. There's one problem that that ties them all together. None of those decisions ultimately get made by the Falcons. That's the biggest issue here. You don't ultimately get your choice. Kirk Cousins might decide not to play here. The Bears might decide not to trade fields here. You may not be able to get a trade up. The Broncos may not cut Russell Wilson. Even if they do, he may ultimately sign elsewhere. Every single one of your plan A's is out of your control. And I think it's time that we discuss what plan B is. Because I'll be honest, I'm not in love with a lot of these plan A's anymore. I mean, I wasn't in love with a lot of them to begin with. But uh, I, I certainly seem to believe that not all of them are as realistic as we once thought they were. So, when we come back here on 92 9 The Game tonight, I want to dive into this and get further into the potential of needing Plan B at the quarterback position. I want to get your thoughts on what you would do if all the Plan A's fall through. What is your Plan B? 404 726 0929. We'll get you in here. We'll line up the phone lines and take some calls. It is 92 9 The Game tonight. I'm your host, Abe Gordon, live from the Kia Studios. I'm gonna put this question out on Twitter slash X as well. So if you follow me and you can't hang on the phone lines, feel free to send me a note there. Or or if you're just listening and don't get a chance to call, certainly give me a, a, a drop me a, a message on Twitter as well. You can find me on Twitter at Abe Gordon. And the question, like I said, it, it is relatively simple. If you cannot get cousins. Fields, Russell Wilson, or a top three quarterback? Because those are what I kind of deem to be plan A for most people. One of that group is someone's plan A. What is plan B? If all the primary preferences are off the table, what do you want the Falcons to consider for plan B? That's what we're talking about here on 92.9 The Game tonight. We're coming back in about five minutes. We're going to take your calls, and I got a lot more to share on what I would do with plan B right here on Sports Radio. 92.9 the game in the Odyssey app.
1: You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
3: Welcome back in on a Wednesday evening. Just getting going here on 92.9 The Game tonight. It's Abe Gordon here. Orin Romay with me. Spinning the tunes, hitting the buttons, doing all the other stuff. And eventually he'll be grading my PM Power Rankings. So look forward to that. Uh, one topic I uh, had a little trouble with, a little bit of research. The other one is just not, it's not really my thing, so we'll have to dive into that later. Uh, we do have one sports topic and one non-sports topic coming your way, PM Power Rankings at 840. I just posted this on Twitter, and we're going to take your calls on the exact same topic. But no matter what you consider to be the plan for the Falcons at quarterback, it might not happen. If you simply cannot get Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, Russell Wilson, or a top three quarterback in the draft, what is the plan? If you have to have a plan B, what would that be? You can follow me on Twitter at Abe Gordon to interact with that post. But, But here's the situation, guys. As much as those options, whichever one you consider to be the primary preference, your plan A, it's just not up to you. It's just not up to you. If the Bears do decide to trade Justin Fields, which we're not 100% sure they will. I think we all presume that to be the case. But even if they do decide to trade Justin Fields, you're not the only suitor. We've seen the Steelers, the Raiders, the Commanders, and Patriots all mentioned as possible landing spots. Uh, And there could be some surprise teams as well. Um. So, so it's not just a lock that, oh, the Bears are trading him. He's going to end up here. That's not the case. If the Broncos don't release Russell Wilson, you're not trading for him. You have to wait and pay, and even then, you may not be the only one after Russell Wilson. Another team could outbid you. Kirk Cousins may not leave Minnesota. Even if he does, he still could go elsewhere. You're not the only team there. Uh and then at this point trading to into the top 3 for a quarterback uh you know it, it would take it would take some interesting maneuvers by those teams cuz we talked about what the package would be theoretically to get the Bears number 1 pick and a lot of people said no they would not do it. So uh, look, it's just whatever your preference is, whatever your primary plan A is might not happen. So start to come to terms with the idea of a plan B, four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. Now, I got a couple ideas for plan B. If you simply can't get what we would deem uh, plan A or primary preference. So, in terms of free agency, if that's the route you still want to go, is there a lower tier, kind of a second tier guy that maybe you would consider? The J- Jacoby Brissettes of the world, the Gardner Minshews of the world, maybe even as, and not that he's low tier, but Baker Mayfield. I know Mike Bell mentioned him. I've been talking about the possibility of grabbing Baker away from Tampa for a while now. Uh, Baker Mayfield. uh, So, if you're going free agent, is there a lower tier free agent you'd like to see? If you're drafting that second tier of quarterback, whether it's eight or whether it's in the second round or you have to move up, whatever you want, Bo Nix, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix, what are we thinking about? Would you trade for another team's bum? Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, Sam Howell. You're going to overpay, but Daniel Jones. What about Geno Smith? Plan B. And then there's always the option that somehow has become a trend here in Atlanta. Let's ride out the season with Desmond Ritter. Guys, I'm not panicking. Not at all. But I do... I think it is a realistic situation where the Falcons are settling at quarterback this year. I think they're going to do everything in their power for that not to be the case. But like I said, it's not in their power. Every decision they would want, you would consider a plan A. Someone else holds the cards, unfortunately. And so if things go awry, what is plan B? 404-726-0929. Let's get things started out there with Chip. Chip, what would you feel is a plan B for the Falcons at quarterback?
6: Well, to begin with, plan B would definitely be for me is get a veteran-experienced quarterback. And I think I would have to go back with what you were saying for the second-tier quarterback. Uh, the Baker Mayfield, believe it or not, even – I've thought about even Joe Flacco. I don't know if he's on a contract. That's one mammoth of a man, got experience. I just think we need experience. And if we can't get that, then I'm with you. may have to go with a riddle and see if they can develop. I know I might get shot off the phone for saying it, but I don't want the J.J. J. McCarthy in the Bo mix. So, you know, I, I would consider Joe Flacco. And I enjoy your show. Have a good night.
3: Thanks Chip. appreciate it. Yeah, I, I mean that's that's a real situation. Uh and Joe Flacco should be available uh if um you know if if that is the path that they choose. I, I don't imagine that he is going to be back with the Browns despite what he showed for them this year. They 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 have their pecking order and and Deshaun Watson is there and so uh I would think that that's where they're going to go. Um but yeah, I, look, anyone who calls – the question I'm asking today is a lot more allowable for you to sit here and tell me if push comes to shove, we throw Ritter back out there. I was asking previously, like, what is your top choice? And I had Ritter, Ritter, Ritter. like that that's not my top choice. That can't be plan A. But is Ritter a legitimate plan B for this team? I actually think he is. Again. I think a lot of things would have to go awry, and you have to try a lot of different angles before you settle on we-couldn't-get-it-done, Ritter's the guy. But I don't think it's the worst-case scenario. It's pretty bad. Don't get me wrong. It's a pretty bad scenario. I don't know if it's worst-case. Let's go out to line three, check in with Ghost. What's going on, Ghost?
4: Hi. Right, right, good afternoon, evening. Uh, listen, you just made the most, I mean, when, I, when you say, what is plan B? I never had a plan B. Now that you said it, there is no plan B. Because, like you just said, what what is plan B? All those scenarios, like you just said, they are not going to um play out on. The faculty have no charge on that. So, I like what you said was your plan B. Meaning those are the choices, you, which we have to – analyze and see we don't never know so you made such a good point and I, that's what made me have a call Because I was like I'm driving I got just got home I was like wait a minute you're right there is no plan B if if those scenarios don't fall out for the
3: Falcons yeah I appreciate the that. yeah th- thanks for the call ghost and, and look ultimately I think they find a way to get whatever you would deem as a primary preference done I think right now it probably seems most likely that that's either a trade for Justin Fields or Russell Wilson gets cut and they bring Russ to Atlanta. I think those are probably the two most likely at this point. I don't think moving up in the draft to get one of the top three quarterbacks is likely. Uh, and I don't honestly think that Kirk Cousins is that likely. I'd put it as more likely than than drafting one of the top three guys. And so, look, it just... I think they find a way to get what you would deem plan A may not be your plan A, but it's someone's plan A. I think they find a way to get that done, but there is a real world scenario where they don't. And, and so you better have a plan B and you're probably not going to like it. So you better figure out how to defend it. Uh, it may make, make that work for you. Uh, Juan is out there riding around town. What's going on, Juan?
4: Hey, Abe, uh, big fan of you and the, uh, or miss you guys in the morning. Um, I won't, I'm going to put my G on, um, my GM cap here, so hang with me tight. We uh, wait until the draft goes. Uh, if Jaden Daniels falls, that's perfect. Um, otherwise, it, rumors saying that the Patriots probably taking a quarterback, let them take the quarterback, um, and then we trade for Mac Jones. I think that's perfect for Zach Robinson's scheme. Pocket passive, and I don't think he ever really got a fair shake of things in New England. Um, thank you for taking my call. I really appreciate it, man.
3: Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, look, I, I think uh, – let's presume for, for this discussion that Jaden Daniels, Drake May, and Caleb Williams are one, two, three. Uh, I, I don't think anyone's falling. So, if you're talking about drafting a guy hoping someone falls to 8, maybe even trading up from 8 to 4, 8 to 5, 8 to 6 to get a guy. I, I think we're talking about Penix, Bo Nix, J.J. McCarthy – Michael Pratt, like those sorts of guys. And and a lot of those guys you can probably get in the second round anyways. Uh, Let's continue on the discussion here with Yo. What's going on, Yo? How you doing, brother?
4: Hey, Abe. How you doing, buddy?
3: Doing all right, man. What's your plan B? All right. So plan A is obviously Justin Fields. All right. Assume that's off the table.
4: Right. If he's off the table and I have to go to plan B, I'm going to say I'm going to go with the most pure passer – in college right now, and that's Michael Pennings Jr. And if he's not available at number eight, which I think he will be, but just in case, then I go ahead and either go edge at number eight, or I get Amarius Milms at number eight to solidify the offensive line. And then I drop down to the second round, and everybody's going to hate this because they think he sucks, but Joe Milton out of Tennessee is a monster of a man can throw the ball a country yard and he's just not that accurate. And I think that in my opinion, being good in the SEC is way better than being great in the ACC. And Drake May to me is going to be a bust. And no matter what people try to tell me, I've watched it. I saw him. And technically, if Jordan Travis wasn't injured, then you know what? He'd be the best quarterback in the ACC. It would not be Drake May. So, let's just say that Justin A and then, hey, if it doesn't work, drop back. Let's see what happens.
3: I appreciate the call, yo. A couple things there. Um I can't defend a draft pick in Joe Milton that you just said is not accurate. Like, that's that's literally the one thing we're going to need a quarterback to be. I mean, any team, but also us. Uh, And I disagree about Drake May. I I actually think Drake May is the most bust-proof of the three. Now, that doesn't mean he has the highest ceiling. Please understand when I say this. I think Drake May is going to have a very comfortable career in the NFL. That does not mean he is a top seven or top eight quarterback at any point. I think Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels have that potential. Maybe Drake May doesn't. Maybe he doesn't. But he played for one of the worst offensive line. Like, dude, go back and look at Drake May's highlight reel of him escaping pressure. One of those darn clips is on a two-man rush. Like, he he evades, eludes the the pass rush. It was a two-man pressure. And he still found a guy streaking into the end. I, I I disagree about Drake May. He may not be the best quarterback of the class, but I don't think he's the one that ends up as the bust. That's just my thoughts on that. Continuing on the phone lines here, uh, again, we're chatting about plan B for the Atlanta Falcons. I've laid it out. I'll do it real quick again. Whatever you consider to be plan A, it's out of the Falcons' control. Justin Fields, not in the Falcons' control. Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson, not in the Falcons' control. Trading up for one of the top three quarterbacks, not in the Falcons' control. So you better have a plan B. What is it? DJ, on line five, what's going on, DJ?
6: Hey, what's going on, Ape? Hey?
3: How are you, brother? What's your plan B?
6: Man, I'm going to be honest with you, man. We don't win over all the options already. Either we going to make a trade for Fields,
4: we're
6: going to trade up and try to get Jaden Daniels, or Kirk Cousins. I feel like those are the three options, man. And I feel like if we can't do either one of those three, man, we might be in for a long season. I mean, I know there are some other serviceable, serviceable guys that we could probably pick up, but I feel like if we're really trying to make a playoff push and, you know, get the fans back rocking in full, I feel like we need to make one of those three moves. that Those will give us the best chance to win. Yeah, thanks
3: for the call. Like I said, it That would be nice. That would be ideal. It's out of your hands. Like, I'm sure that Terry Fontenot and Raheem Morris, Zach Robinson, the whole offensive staff, TJ Yates, I'm sure they have plan 1A, whatever it is, trade for Justin Fields. Plan 1B, sign Kirk Cousins. Plan 1C, trade for a draft. Like, I'm sure they have their lists. But you know what? Justin Fields could go to the Steelers, cross him off. Kirk Cousins could stay in Minnesota. Cross him off. Russell Wilson could go to the Raiders or, or to the Commanders or wherever it would be. I'm just using those in as, as examples. Cross, like, again, there's a real-world scenario where you don't get any of your primary preferences. So you better start thinking about secondary options. That's what we're discussing today. Let's get one more phone call in before the break. Go out to Finn on line one. What's up, Finn? What's up?
1: Um, I think that this is the worst Falcons situation it's been in since Deshaun Watson was rumored to go to Atlanta back like two years ago. I feel like they're the same situation where it's like we are offered these top candidates and we can never close the deal and we end up with a guy like Marcus Mariota. So I think the Falcons should bring in a guy like Baker Mayfield who really would shake up this organization, who had one of the best years of his career last year. And I think he can really impact this young ball club.
3: Yeah, Baker's a huge preference for me if if somehow Tampa lets him go. Look, and I, I, Oren, maybe you could corroborate this. I was on Baker Mayfield last year. That was the guy I wanted last offseason. I thought you could give him, and he didn't even make this for Tampa, by the way, I thought you could give Baker Mayfield a $10 million deal, bring him in, and considering the status of the quarterbacks in our division, you're winning the division. Uh, unfortunately, another team gave him four and a half, with some incentives, and they won the division, and that's on you. That's on Arthur Smith. It was an easy decision to make a year ago. It becomes much tougher because now Tampa's got the inside track on whether to resign him. But the potential of losing Mike Evans—where where does that play in that? You know, maybe. What's maybe the he- max number of years you give Baker if you sign him? The maximum number of years that you give him in a contract if you sign him? You give him three. It's not gonna be a huge deal. I mean, I would give him two and forty or three and fifty. I'm not paying over twenty five per for him. Well, had we like had, twenty um... million, I think. Is I'm a huge fan of his. I, I liked him in Cleveland. I, I thought he got uh, run out a little bit unceremoniously, just personally. We... Baker can win, and had... he's still growing. We had Rothstein, Michael Rothstein, on uh, Dukes and Bell, and he wrote an article a few weeks back where um, his quarterback solution, and he was given options, and the options he had, he was, I
4: guess, kind of left with having Russell Wilson as the option as quarterback. But the deal he said he would sign him to,
3: if he could, would be a three-year, $36 million deal. So do you think Baker would get something comparable to that if he was here in Atlanta? No, Baker's going to get more than that. Russ is only getting three and 36 because of the situation with his contract in Denver. Russ, Russ would demand more than that. that, that that's just what the contract's going to allow because of the the money already on the books for the Broncos. Look, Baker, I think, wants 20 million a year. I, I don't think that's crazy, man. Like I really don't. I, I think you can win a playoff series or, or playoff game with Baker. I, I do. And so look, if we're talking about legitimate number uh, plan B, number two options, Baker Mayfield is my number one option. He could be here for multiple years. He can win the division immediately. Baker Mayfield gets it done. We saw that a year ago for Tampa. All right, continuing on the other side of the break here, Sean Phillips, Steve, Nasir, what are your plan Bs if plan A goes awry? You better have one because it's a real possibility. We're coming back on 99 The Game tonight, live here from the Kia Studios. I am your host, Abe Gordon. Got a bunch of thoughts on Twitter as well. May try and read a couple of those on the other side of the break, also, when we get back in about five minutes, it is Sports Radio ninety two ninety The Game and The Odyssey. We get it.
2: Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Coming
3: up in about 20 minutes here on 92.9 The Game tonight, we're going to join or be joined by Joe Patrick, 92.9 The Game Falcons beat reporter. We'll talk to him about this and a couple other Falcons things, including, as I mentioned, a guy that just hit the free agent market I think would be a great fit for Atlanta. We'll get his thoughts on that in about 20 minutes. But until then, your calls on plan B for the Falcons quarterback situation. Uh, Welcome into the Kia Studios here on a Wednesday evening. It's Abe Gordon taking you all the way to 10 o'clock here. Uh, Got a busy rest of the show as well. Well, well, another topic a little bit later on that I want to get some of your thoughts on. But uh, until then, we're going to stick with this discussion. Plan B for the Atlanta Falcons. If plan A, which is not necessarily all in your control, does not work out, whatever your plan A is, the group of plan A's, right? The Kirk Cousins, the Justin Fields, the Russell Wilsons, the drafting a top three quarterback. If they're all off the table, where are the Falcons going? What is plan B, let's get it started with Sean riding around town today. What's going on, Sean?
6: Hey, good evening. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, If we do go the draft route, my plan B would be uh, Michael Penix. If he happens to tear it up in the combine in pro day, then we'd have to take him at eight. If he doesn't do so well, then I think we can trade down and grab him late first round or early second. If we decide to go the free agent route, I think I would go with Gardner Minshew. Uh, He's a respected veteran. I think he could coach up uh Ritter in the case he gets hurt and Ritter has to step back in. So yeah, that'd be my two options.
3: Yeah. I appreciate the call, Sean. A couple of things there. I think Gardner Minshew is probably my number two in terms of a free agent quarterback. I, or, or excuse me, in terms of a plan B free agent quarterback, uh, I would prefer Baker Mayfield to, to Minshew. I think there's a little more staying power there. Uh, uh, I think he's probably a better leader just in my opinion, Uh, But Minshew's pretty high on the list. What he did with Indianapolis this year was incredibly impressive. And and just I'm I'm out on Michael Penix. Like there's just nothing he could show me at at any of the events, pro day or combine, that would make me want him at eight. If if you told me we could get him in the second round, I'd listen. I'm not taking that guy at eight. The two knee surgeries are a real concern for me. He completely bottled up in the final game. Uh, in which uh, he missed a number of throws. He seems to be injury-prone to an extent outside of the knee issues. I- I'm I'm not taking Michael Penix at eight. That's just me personally. Uh, Philip riding uh, out there in Atlanta as well. What's going on, Philip? Hey, how you doing tonight, Abraham? I'm good, man. What's your plan B? If he becomes available, I would
6: look at Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, so and- you go ahead. Then, if he is available, uh, suspension notwithstanding, I would have my fingers crossed they appeal that back down to a one-game suspension. Then I would look—if uh, we got him—I would look for um, either a strong defensive line or a strong offensive line at number eight, and I'd pick up something like a Bo Nix in the second round or Penix if he was around.
3: Yeah, I appreciate the call, Phil, I don't know if Bo Nix is going to be hanging around uh, at the start of round two. Jimmy G is a real concern for me. He also seems to have injury issues. He's already 32 years old. A lot of people think he's younger on the the right side of 30. He is not. Uh, And I also don't know how good he is. Like, I kind of just throw out all of the years he had with San Fran, and maybe that's not fair, but... To me, Shanahan is making a lot of quarterbacks look pretty good, including Brock Purdy. Like, Jimmy G, before he got hurt a year ago, despite having Devontae Adams, led the league in interceptions. He's 32, coming off the injuries that he's coming off of, missing the first two games, which I, I don't think will get uh, appealed down to one. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it would cost to, to, to get him. If he's willing to sign a, a wildly low contract, I would listen. Veterans minimum type stuff. Like I mean, I would need Jimmy G to sign the deal that Heineke has, like under 10 million. And, and I don't know if that's realistic. Um, I I just don't trust that he's good enough. There there doesn't seem to be a future, at least in my mind. I, I think Jimmy G's headed for a backup role somewhere. And and I think that's where he's gonna fit in. I think there are actually a couple of options, right? Like if Gardner Minshew. If Gardner Minshew leaves Indianapolis, could Jimmy G settle there? If Jacoby Brissett leaves Washington, could Jimmy G settle there? I, I think there are some some scenarios. Maybe even, to, uh, you know, who knows what's going down in Miami. But uh, I-, I just don't think Jimmy G's headed for QB1 uh, this coming year. I think he'll be a backup. Uh, Nasir out in line five. What's going on, Nasir? Hey, what's up, man? I know you don't like
4: it, but to me – I think you got to go with Penix. If you look at his combined work, people can say what they want about his injuries, but if you look at his combined work, he's something worth investing in. I'm I, I in don't, don't not necessarily best.
3: against Penix. I just don't know if I could do it at eight.
4: Well, I mean, you, you, you got to look at the choices you have. And I think at that level right there, I, I think he would be the best. That's my opinion. I just think he would be a, the best at that point. If I had a franchise, I would go with him. I mean you got a, a a plus for Atlanta's running game. So all the emphasis won't be on him. If you could buy that running game with him, what you could do
3: to play action, where you could do certain things, I think he's a plus. Yeah, I appreciate the call this year. And look, I I'm a, you're sharing your opinion on Pennix the same as I'm just sharing mine. I don't love him at 8. I feel like he's one knee knee injury away from ending his career and he's a little bit older than than the guys that you would want coming out of of the draft. Uh, You know, he's just spent a lot of time in college and been through a lot. Um, But there's no doubt, like, what he accomplished this year, really the past two years at at Washington is incredibly impressive. It'll be interesting to see how he does grade out. I I personally don't love him at eight, but I I think you're right. If the Falcons decide that's the guy, and and that could be for anyone, by the way. If you think it's Bo Nix, if you think it's J.J. McCarthy, if you think it's Michael Penix, like, if the Falcons staff gets together and decides, here's our options – This is our guy. This is what we're putting the franchise on. Do it at eight. Go ahead and get it done. Don't take any other chances. Mike, on line six. What's going on, Mike? Yeah, how's it going? Thanks for taking my call. Um, Yeah, you know, if if none of those scenarios hold true, we can't get, um, you know, either Justin Fields or Russell Wilson or Kirk Cousins. You know, we're really in a bad spot. Um, I wouldn't trade up. The, you know, for a quarterback, um, I don't think we're going to have the ability to do it. I don't think taking uh, Penix at eight is a smart move. Uh, and Bo Nix, I think he's he's potentially like 42 years old. I don't really think it's a good pick to grab him either.
4: Um, you know, I, I hate to say it, but it, you know, if it if all those fall through, we're either stuck with Desmond
3: Ritter. Or the next option is Washington's going to be picking a quarterback. Um, we may have to go out and get someone like Sam Howell, who's out. Howell performed for Ritter and from the same draft class and might be able to get us closer to the playoffs than, than Desmond Ritter. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Mike. And we mentioned Sam Howell earlier. There's a group of guys that are, you know, I don't love them. I don't feel like they're necessarily franchise quarterbacks. The Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, uh, Sam Howell that have starting experience and have probably done, it looked, I guess, at one point or another, maybe not Zach Wilson, better than Desmond Ritter. But uh, I I don't know that that Sam Howell's an improvement over Desmond Ritter. Um, It would be cheap. I I don't think you're costing yourself too much to make that happen, but uh, I just feel like there's better options out there. Let's try and rattle off a few more before we get to Joe Patrick and welcome him in. David, out on line one. What's going on, David? Hey buddy.
4: Hey, so yeah, if our if our dumb front front office can't uh, get a free agent, then I'd say go go out and get the Cleveland Browns uh, guy. Yeah, you know, I can't remember his name, but the guy that played with the Cleveland Browns. Flacco? Last yeah, Flacco.
3: I just think he's too old. I don't think he's got a high enough ceiling at this point in his career. I think what we saw was a flash in the pan, and he did a great job for Cleveland. I don't think that's realistic as a starting quarterback for a season, though.
4: Well, we just need a year.
3: <laughs> no, no, and, and that's true. And, and I appreciate the call, David. Uh, look, I, I just Flacco was a guy again two years ago. I said, why don't we try Joe Flacco? They brought in Marcus Mariota. Even last year, I said, are we sure we want Desmond Ritter? Like, why not bring in Flacco? See what he's got left. Whatever. Um, I, I, I don't know. It just, it seems a little too far gone at this point. But he can still throw a ball, man. Like we saw that this year, he can still throw a ball. There's no doubt about that. Ace out there riding around town. What's going on, Ace?
4: I don't know how much time I have, but I want to be real, very brief and fast I as I can. Two options. Go get J.J. McCarthy. Yep. If he's around. He may be around for the second round. But the first pick, I would take an edge rusher. Let's beef up this defensive line because we know that the game is won in the trenches. If we can control the line and get a, a pass rush and put pressure on all the offenses and build up our defense. We don't care who's the quarterback and who's to say that Riddler doesn't develop with a better offensive minded coach. Who's more optimistic. Doesn't have you staring down one way and staring down to one receiver. Who's going to probably develop the game. May have slowed down to him. He may beat out any record that you bring in. So do you play him still or do you bench him?
3: Yeah. I, I mean, I appreciate the call. Riddler certainly is an enigma. There's no doubt about that. Sorry, Orin. I had to, um, Here's the thing. Like, there is a chance that whatever the mess that was last year's offensive performance from the Falcons is more on Arthur Smith than it was on Desmond Ritter. Can he potentially be better under Zach Robinson? Yeah, I think he could. I I do. But I don't think you can rely on that. I I, I don't think that can be the plan, even a plan B. I I think that's your worst-case scenario plan C. Uh, J.J. McCarthy, by the way, is not going to be around in the second round. There's a chance that if you don't take him at 8, he he might be going pretty quickly after that. There's a lot of teams lined up in in the teams that are going to want a quarterback, and so uh, I don't think you can play that game. Uh, Jay, out there on line 3. What's going on, Jay?
6: What's up, man? Uh, Back again, huh?
3: So... um...
6: Look, if, if the Falcons, man, don't, you know, don't move up, get a quarterback, can't get field, can't get cousins, you know, <laughs> like I think the last caller said, at this point, man, just beef up the defense. You know, we we uh from a defensive side of the side of the ball, we need help on the defensive line to help Grady Jarrett. Okay. I love Grady Jarrett. I wanna see him get a ring as well as the other guys but we need to help him out. So if we can't get the quarterback. I hate to say it, but hey, let's 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 just, you know, defense is heavy. Give Riddick another shot and go that route but, you know, it it at least just go defense. But you know, the Falcons going to be the Falcons and they're <laughs> I'm not going to be surprised with what happens in this offseason when it comes to quarterbacks or whatever so I'm not even holding my breath. But like I said, if we don't get a quarterback, let's just get a let's go defensive heavy, man. That's it. I, I you know, defensive line, linebacker, safety, just beef up defense.
3: Yeah, I appreciate the call, Jay. I mean, look, this isn't fantasy football as much as we talk about it. Like it is, like the zero zero quarterback plan, zero running back plan. Like that that doesn't work in in real life. And I don't know, like Vin Diesel's not walking through that door. What, Orrin? I had to. I don't care if he's Riddick or Riddler or, or who's playing quarterback. I, I I just can't, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you guys are right. Maybe, maybe I saw Desmond Ritter just off this year. But I, I just, you can dislike the play calling. You, you can dislike the formations. Too much of that was on Ritter. You can try and blame Arthur Smith as much as you want. I, I get it. Too much of those mistakes are on Ritter. And I said this at the end of the season. I don't think from week one to week 18, the game slowed down for Desmond Ritter at all. I don't think he's processing anything differently than he did in his very first start. And that's where the concern bubbles up for me. All right, when we come back here, we're going to be joined by Joe Patrick, 929 The Game, Falcons beat reporter. We'll talk to him about this, and then as I mentioned, a free agent that I maybe – uh, I'm going to try and talk him into bringing towards the Atlanta Falcons a couple other stories as well. David and Danny, if you hold on, we'll get to you after that. If not, we got some other topics that we are going to have to dive into. A couple caller topics coming later in the show as well. PM power rankings in the 8 o'clock hour as we wrap things up that way. But 7 o'clock hour down, headed towards 8. Joe Patrick joining us next on 92 9, the game in the Odyssey app.
1: We really need new phones T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only twenty five dollars a month new iPhone fifteens
2: only at T-Mobile get four iPhone fifteens on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month
1: with eligible trade-in when you switch.